What's up, what's up? I know y'all hear my voice. Um, It's a little bit different than last week. You know my shit be going in and out. So right now it's in that, I don't know where the fuck I've been yelling at, but bear with me, it's here. We gonna get through it, okay? By next week, I'm gonna sound like a whole nother different person. But you know what? Either way, my shit is deep. Either way, my shit is raspy. So raspy back on the motherfucking mic for this week of shit talking. Thank you for tuning in to Sorry If I Offend You, the podcast. I appreciate you guys for rocking with me each and every week. I appreciate those who have went on my website and purchased merch. Shout out to y'all. Thank you for the love. I appreciate everyone who gives me feedback each and every week. I appreciate all y'all all the time. So that was my weekly thank you, bitches. But what I will not say thank you to is who the fuck gave these IG sex spots? My damn page. I'm telling you, I wake up with like 20 messages every fucking day from different group chats of people talking about putting shit in assholes. And it's like, hmm? For what? Why you? Who Who told them I like booty play? Because I, I didn't put that out nowhere. And I don't understand. I don't even have, I'm not even sexy. I don't even post nothing that's like that on my page. I'm confused. I don't know where they got my page from. I don't know what they're doing. But I'm going to need my name to get off the, the um, call list or whatever the fuck. They got going on because how is it? What it, what's going on? Is it because of it's like it's an OnlyFans type of era right now? So it's just like a hell of a lot of people trying to put out like different sex group chats. I want to know what they get out of this. What are you getting out of these little sex group chats? Are people paying to do that? I'm confused. I really am confused. I don't know what the benefit of these little sex group chats are or really what they're for. Honestly. All I see is like a few different pictures. And as soon as I see somebody bent over in the little emoji part, I don't even open the message. I just leave it in my message request and just leave it out what it is. But I don't understand why these motherfuckers keep writing me. Like for what reason? What's the reason? What the fuck is that reason? I don't understand it. I guess, like I said, I'm gonna bring it back to my original theory. I think it's because there's so much OnlyFans shit going on that like, all social media has turned into fucking Pornhub. So they just feel like they can write anybody or turn anybody out. I don't know. It ain't tricking if you got it, but don't come to my shit for that. Please. I'm good. So if you're the head of that shit or you guys are getting, I don't know where you're getting your info from, take my name off the list. Block me. Please take me off the call list. Block me. Let all that shit go. Because all week for the last fucking like month, I began new messages and new messages. And I think I'm popular. I'm like, oh, somebody's writing me, trying to like talk to me about some shit. No. It's people trying to sell me assholes and stuff. I'm not trying to do that. I don't want to do it. I don't have no interest in it. There's no need. It's a waste of it's a waste of a message. Don't say what up. Don't say, hey, I love your content. I love your page. Fuck you. Fuck you. You don't even know what my page looks like. Cause there's no way you know what my page looks like. Cause you wanna wrote me. It bothers me. I take it personal. I don't care. Other than that, y'all, I had a crazy weekend. I realized that I'm grown as fuck. I'm, you know, we've had this talk before where I said, you, I'm not going to drink as much. I'm getting older. It's affecting me. But when I tell you, deceased. Friday died. Saturday died. Sunday, I didn't even make it out. There was no possible way. I had brunch, and that's all I did. I came home. I watched anime, and that was fucking it. By the way, I started Attack on Titans again for the third time. 
great anime. Don't know what I was thinking. Don't know why I didn't give it a chance. But definitely crackhead vibes. I don't understand why I didn't give it a chance before. Sometimes I'm impatient. And when I find something that I don't like, like the teeth on the characters, I won't watch it all the way through. And if it doesn't grab my attention right away, I'm like, eh, whatever. But I gave another chance, third time's a charm, and I fucking love it. So definitely trying to get back into um, other animes. I got a few new suggestions from Twitter, but if you're listening to this and you watch animes, please let me know what's on your watch list. Tell me what I need to be fucking watching, um, what new animes are coming out, or if you know when Demon Slayer is going to be coming back on air, let me know a fucking zap. Because I I have not seen a confirmed date for it, but Demon Slayer was, like, definitely one of my favorite. I just got into anime, obviously, but um, not just, but, like, in the last year, year and a half, Demon Slayer is still top five for me. I really like it, and I think it's because now I'm in the beginner stage of watching anime, and it only had one season so far, at least, like, in the U.S., so I think that might be why it's my favorite. But anyways, send me my suggestions, you know, weekly Fill me in. Let me know. Let a bitch know what it is. And and that's it. Give me a little bit of something so I can watch it in the meantime. For those of you who don't watch anime, try it. Anybody can like it. Because, you know, I'm. if you look at me and you talk to me, you wouldn't think I watch anime. But I do. And I like it. So I feel like if I could like it, you could like it too. Whatever. I'm not going to force it on you. You got it. In other news. Bobby Shmurda motherfucking home. Uh, her, there was a bunch of like mixed different news for it. For those of you who don't know, Bobby Shmurda just got released from serving a little over six years of a sentence. Can't wait till he starts making music again. That's really what I'm waiting for. He was released supposedly. Okay, so tomorrow is supposed to be his official release date. I seen that he posted on Instagram today. So I don't know if he went straight to his halfway house or what necessarily is happening. But Bobby home, y'all. So let's get ready. It's going to be a great fucking year of music. Summer's going to be here in a few months. I seen um, Rowdy Rebel said that they were going to be at Summer Jam. So New York's going to be fire in the summer. I cannot wait for this motherfucking music. Supposedly he's getting home. His mom said he's going to be relaxing, getting back to the norm, then being in the studio 24-7. Take all the time that you need to because you sat in there like the real one that you are. You out, you home. Fucking let's go. Bobby home, Rowdy home. We out here. All these social networks and these computers Got these niggas walking around like they some shooters See them in real life, they're trying to bust maneuvers Like pussy took that same shit from your computer Just took the cash out, they had a boy medulla Call out my broken genie like I love your jeweler prepping ourselves for good music coming this summer real fucking music real gangster music i'm excited y'all know what my playlist is like my playlist is undefeated my playlist is fucking i definitely cannot wait to have some new music to listen to in the gym new music to blast in my car and just honestly see man's come out here and get all his flowers he deserves all them flowers he sat there did the time for those of you who don't know bobby took a longer bid for his homeboy realest one to ever do it 
we don't hear these stories often. We hear a lot of the times that friends snitch or, you know, they're not, they do anything to take less time, whatever, whatever. Man's took more time so that his, his boy would take less time. And for that, I'll always give him his props and I'll always be a fan of Bobby Schmurter and you should always be a fan of him too. If you're not a fan of Bobby Schmurter, you fucking whack. You fucking backwards. I never seen that before. That's somebody who really puts their peoples before them and shows you that it is possible. A lot of I had this conversation on Deadass though, um, our last episode actually tune into that. But we just released one. My fellow co hosts and me were talking about, you know, when shit gets real realistically, like, what do you think people are going to do? When shit hits the fan, do you think people are going to play the role that they act like? Or do you feel like they're just going to do what they have to do to make sure that they're out? My personal opinion of what I'd like to believe that I would do, you know, obviously everything is, if you're in the moment, you know what you're going to do. You could say you're going to do this, this, and that, but you won't know until it happens to you. My personal opinion, just the way that I normally move, I feel like I would take time on the chin. I would take one for my people. I feel like I would always make sure that they're straight over myself or at least make sure that if somebody was to get to blame, it it wasn't, if it was me or them, it was always gonna be me. At the end of the day, you choose to live a life with people. You choose to have loyalty with people and you choose to support people. So you should always do what's right to make sure that the people that you love are okay. Even if that means that you might suffer a little bit along the way, cause you genuine. Not everybody's going to feel the same way. Not everybody's going to reciprocate that. But in my opinion, if you live a certain lifestyle, if you do something, you should always, 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 always stay true to your words. Stay true to the character that you said that you were. Stay true to your intentions. Stay true to your shit, your lifestyle. Like If you're choosing to live a lifestyle, then live that fucking lifestyle. Don't backtrack because why the fuck you started in the first place? I'm not saying I'm not supporting nothing. I'm not saying... Street life is for everyone. I'm just saying, if you're going to live a street life, live about it, live by the code, and let it rock. If you don't have that in you, then don't live that. Don't agree to that. Don't say you're something that you're not. Because that's when you start looking crazy out here. Speaking of that, okay, so recently, 6 9 confronted Meek Mill. Because supposedly Meek Mill, you know, yeah, 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 everybody had beef with 6 9 for obvious reasons. And I guess Meek spoke out and said... Oh, you know, when I see you, it's pressure, whatever. So 6 9 went out his way to find this motherfucker Meek. Listen here. Anybody who feels who who is that type of person, who everybody knows, who admittedly says that they're pussy, who admittedly says, like, you know, I snitch to save my own ass, whatever, I don't give a fuck, ah, 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 cool, right? Anyone who's that type of person that feels like they can press you, like they're still a gangster, like they're still whatever, means they feel like you're pussy. So when they feel like you're pussy, and this is just my opinion, they feel like you pussy, you got to show them that you're not. Now, obviously, both of them are superstars, and them murdering somebody is it's going to affect their life heavily. And, you know, they have other things to worry about. Cool. But don't say that you're this and you're that and you're this big bad bully and you're this big bad wolf. And then when motherfuckers come knocking on your door, you're retreating and using a camera. Now, 6 9 honestly, we were, we expected from him. Cool. And I, and I respect Meek for not reacting, I guess, and to a certain extent. Like, okay, you thought about it, 
before doing anything cool. But now you invalidated your whole character. Now all that extra rah-rah you did on the internet meant absolutely nothing. And now nothing you say in the future is really going to mean that much. You said that you take care of problems when they come to you or however the situation goes, right? Well, a problem just knocked at your front door. You went out your way to make it a public thing that you don't fuck with 6 9 If you see him, like, he a rat, he's this, he's that, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And then time comes and you didn't do shit. Now, if you would have never said anything and then man's pulled up on you and it just was nothing and whatever, he would have looked lame as hell. Like, okay, you look dumb. You're trying to get attention. Cool, whatever. Now he looks like that, but you also look dumb too. Now you look like your pussy. And now you're invalidating your whole street cred. Now you look like for what? That's what it looks like to me. It really looked like for what? And I'm a Meek fan. I fuck with Meek heavy. But for that, I will say it was a for what situation. What the fuck was all that for? For what? You guys are going to do nothing? Go back in your car, leave it alone. Fuck that. Or bust at him and leave. What I don't really know what the situation would have been, but I don't speak on shit that has nothing to do with me. I just put it that way so that I'll never be put in a situation where people have to question what I'm going to do when I'm going to see somebody. Like, bitch, I'm grown as fuck. I got hella shit that I'm worried about. That's the last thing that I'm going to be focused on. And if that's what it is, then let it be that. But I really respected what Wax said about it. And I'm going to plug that clip in right now. Everybody seen what happened. Now, let's set the motherfucking... um table right now. It's real shit. Because I'm tired of motherfuckers like selective politics. You want to change the channel when you want to change the channel. Nah, nigga. Nah. All you niggas, your lyrics, when you carry yourself, you pop that shit when you ball in your court. But, but nigga, when it's go time, niggas go time. <clears throat> All y'all out there who done walked them yards with me, all y'all out there that walk them yards, you understand where we come from? You understand that we accept the fact that we finna go out on this yard where it's five gun towers that say no warning shots and it's five, six hundred inmates who gonna be trying to blast you and hit you with battery packs and we still make the decision that based upon what the situation is time to get out, it's time to get out. Check this out. I watched niggas chase down Safari, a non-affiliate. A non-affiliate, very humble individual. That shit pissed me off. I watched niggas chase Safari down. You Black Lives Matter niggas, another black man. Safari don't bang, he ain't did nothing to nobody. He ain't did no diss, so he ain't did shit. But I watched niggas, BET weekend, chase Safari down. That was gangster, right? Okay. Now this little dude, the little rat dude, y'all know what I'm talking about. He minding his business, whatever the fuck he doing. And the rapper addresses him. Niggas on Clubhouse addressing academics about why they supporting the rat nigga. Niggas is on academics pressing him, another civilian. Talking real greasy like it's on like that. Hey, listen, with anything we do with this shit, 
that we call this gangster shit. If you was a motherfucking dope dealer, you accept the fact, nigga, what come with that? Whole lot of money, whole lot of time, whole lot of killing, whole lot of telling, everything that come with that, you accept that, nigga. That's just what it is. Right? I don't want to hear that niggas don't want to go back to jail. Fuck all that. Then keep your motherfucking mouth shut, nigga. Don't address the rat. Don't talk like it's on with the rat. If you're going to pick and choose when it can be on. Oh, all of a sudden, nigga can't handle his bit. Nigga, he, he with his team. You with your team, nigga. Tear it off. Moral of the story is, anytime you're going to flex on something, you're going to front on something, the shit is going to come to light always. And that was just a bad situation for me. Like, it just made him look horrible. There's been other things that kind of question his street cred and his character that I just felt like it was a bad move for him. And he could have just kept it to himself and just left that what it is. But onto some positive shit. So, you know I fucking love him. We all know him. The man, the legend, the creator, the money maker, the move maker, the fucking legend, the icon, the bad bitch connoisseur, the motherfucking boss, Hove, Jay-Z. Just doing shit that Hove does. Being awesome all fucking week long. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. Hove. H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-C. I guess even back then you can call me CEO on the R-O-C. The spiel, the reason why I'm saying all this is because this man is a financial genius. And not only is he financial genius for himself, he's also trying to give back to the community and put on for the young generation. People who don't understand what I'm saying, Jay-Z has come up or partnered with an investment group. And um, so Marcy Venture Partners, a.k.a. MVP, which is Jay-Z's company, has paired up with Perch Credit. Perch Credit is a free credit score building business. It was recently founded in 2019, um, so it's it's fairly new. Right now, the app is in beta mode. Um, I'm currently in the waiting area. So, you know, if anybody has, if you know what I'm talking about and you got the code, you got the password, send it to me. Put your girl on. But right now, I'm in the waiting room. Um, but, right, okay, so basically, this launch, this launch, this app was launched to build credit scores from things like Netflix Netflix subscriptions, Spotify, things like that, like these things we pay each month, um, even like rent. So I've always said, if we pay rent, why isn't rent on our credit score? That makes no sense to me. Because a lot of us, like myself, I'm paying over $1,000 each month in just rent, but I don't get, I don't get any credit, like major credit for that. I don't I get renter's history so the next time I move somewhere if it's in an apartment they can look up my renter's history and see like you know no evictions whatever but it doesn't really help me in the big long run like renting having good standing on my apartment is not going to help me buy a house now if my apartment good standing was on my credit it's could build my credit and great credit gets me a good deal on a house gets me you know better things in the long run better credit cards house stuff um you need credit for everything. You need credit to live. So it helps you all around, and especially people who don't understand credit or who don't want to get like a credit card to start it up. Um, there's a lot of different things that people don't know how to introduce themselves into starting like a credit line. And that's why a lot of us 
start getting credit late and then we fuck our credit up fast because we were never taught how to properly handle our credit. Me now at the fucking heavy age of 25, and I don't care what anybody says, it's a heavy age. I just started understanding the importance of credit at, I want to say, like 23. So now me being 25, I've gotten the real swing of it. And it took a while and it takes a long time for your credit to build up. What's crazy is it takes no time for your credit to get fucked up, but it takes a lot of time for you to build your credit up and get good standing. But you can fuck that shit up overnight. So with this, basically anytime that, oh, Hulu subscriptions are on it too. Monthly subscriptions, all that good stuff are going to be paired with this credit building app. And what it's going to do is account for every subscription you have and paying it on time, even though, you know, Netflix is what, $14 payment each month. Literally, each of these small little payments will help build your credit score. So it'll help people at the age of like 19, 20, all these young kids really build up their credit score without even trying to. Doing things like fucking movie subscriptions, shit like that. Like, it's great that somebody that's so on. I want to say on top, you know, above everyone is still looking to help the younger generation, looking to help realistically the culture generation, because my parents didn't tell me anything about credit. You know, my mother didn't know shit about credit like that to tell me. She fucked her own shit up and then built it later on. But she never told me like, you know, credit is everything in life. High school and college told me that. And I didn't even realize it till after college that it was real. I didn't believe it. Um, and they don't even really tell you credit is everything. They just start saying, oh, use your credit card to pay stuff off. Do this, do that. And then you really learn when you're venturing out into real life, okay, when you need to buy a house, when you need to buy a car, when you need to um, just do anything that you have to put your name in, even putting down on your apartment, all that, your credit score matters. Sometimes they won't even put you in an apartment if you don't have credit. So with this being said, this app is going to help so many young people build their credit up and be able to do things that the previous generation, not everyone was savvy and not everyone was knowledgeable about. And it's going to be great overall. So I want to say shout out to Rock Nation. Definitely shout out to Jay for doing this amazing shit, um, being a boss and still looking out for the people because let me tell you something, it's going to help a lot of people in financial difficulty, um, get college kids, all that good stuff. Like it's really going to it's going to build people up um, instead of letting them fall down like the system usually does, especially with young people. Like we realistically, young people get fucked left and right all the time. So this is something to build the young people up even without having to do anything major because everybody has a Netflix subscription. Not everybody, but most people. If you don't have Netflix, you have Spotify. If you don't have Spotify, Netflix, you got Hulu. If you don't have that, you got an apartment in your name. Even student housing counts as that. So anything that's in your name that is like a monthly bill, I believe is going to be put onto this app and it's going to account towards your credit score in a good way. So I think it's an awesome thing that Jay's doing. And I want to say shout out to him. Also, shout out to him for being fucking smart. All right. So LVMH's Moet Hennessy, so Moet and Hennessy, huge fucking brands, have now bought 50% of Jay-Z's champagne brand, Ace of Spades. I will say the original name, but I cannot fucking pronounce it. I'm not going to make myself sound stupid. So yes, Ace of Spades, gold bottle, red bottle, silver bottle, all that shit. So Ace of Spades is fucking partnering with Hennessy and Moet. That shit is about to blow. It's going to be everywhere. I think so fucking smart. Jay-Z is just making 
one move after the other and just showing us how he stood on top and really being an inspiration, especially to me. Like, I like seeing this, things like this. And a lot of my people have brought up what Jay-Z has been doing, and it's inspiring. And we're way younger than him. So realistically, we're just starting off. And to see someone still doing so many good, innovative things at his age, making it known that it's possible for every type of person. Shout out to Jay, man. He deserves his flowers. Um, a lot of my people and me have been talking about all the big moves that he's made, and it's brought us into these conversations like, yo, what can we invest in? What's good for us? Or damn, we do, like, you know, I, first thing I did was try to get on the Perch app. And I was talking to my boy, uh, Kelly, actually, from Deadass, so shout out to him, about getting on the Perch app. Look, every conversation that I've been having with a lot of my friends around me has been positive. This week, starting, well, not this week because it's Monday, but you know, this week too, we starting it off, but last week, starting it off from Monday, literally until Sunday, almost every conversation that I've had with people that I've passed, besides, you know, in the club saying what's up, literally has talked to me about business. Even some of the people that I've seen in the club and been around going out have brought up, you know, they've congratulated me about my business, told me that they were getting into new ventures. And I want to say, hats off. I think that's fucking amazing. It's so good that people are getting to an age, especially now for me, we're getting to not even an age, a point in our life that our conversations are no longer about gossip. Our conversations can no longer be minuscule. Our conversations all have to have depth. And I appreciate that because people motivate me. When I hear other people talking about business, if I'm not talking about business, it makes me want to focus on what am I doing? What am I missing out on? And those are the conversations that I always want to have. I've realized that these petty gossip conversations and all that, that's not really going to get you anywhere. Because in five, ten years, we're all going to be in a place where talking about the club or what happened at a party is not going to fucking matter. We're going to need to know what did we invest in today that affected our future later on then. And those conversations are going to be had about flashbacks of what's happening now. So I want to start now. I want to be surround myself with people who are talking business now, who are talking about getting their life in order now, not fucking waiting until next year or the next year or five years from now. I'm still young. I'm just going to be living my life. No, get your shit together now. Start talking about your business now. I think that everybody around you in your circle, if you have plans for the near future or if you have big plans and you want to motivate yourself, you have to have a circle of people who are going to motivate you too. Now, everybody doesn't have to be on the same shit. Everybody doesn't have to want to talk about the same thing. Talk. You could talk about your own stuff. You can worry about yourself and what business plans you have going on. But talk your business plans. And also open up the conversation for your friends to feel like they could talk their business plans with you too. And that you care about what they have going on. Because at the end of the day, even if you're by yourself, like what? I record this podcast, edit it, all that shit, promote it. I do everything alone, right? But technically, I still have a team because I have you guys. You guys are my supporters. And I have my friends that even if they listen to a few episodes and they're not listening every week, they're shouting out my podcast. I have people that are shouting out my Instagram, the people that are commenting on my shit, you know, the people that I'm telling them my um, hopes and dreams for my business. And they're listening to me and we're having these conversations. And also, shout out to those people who are giving me constructive criticism. Shout out to 
my cousin who told me I needed to make my episodes longer. Shout out to those people that told me um, I need to create depth in my conversations. Shout out to those people who said they wanted to hear me talk more and not just have guests on. Shout out to those people who real... I'm, I'm giving everybody shit. You get a shout out. You get a shout out. Everybody shout out to fucking everybody who has done something that has made me focus on my business, who has helped me conversate about making myself converse about making myself better. Those people who are actually giving me input and I'm going to continue to do that for other people too. I've always been big on support. I've always been big on, let's talk about what you, what you want to do and how you can get there. And if you're somewhere and I think you can improve, I'm going to tell you that you can improve. Where, what benefit are you getting from people if they're not doing, if they're not trying to better your life too, right? Realistically, if you can't gain something from somebody, what's the point of the relationship? A lot of times we get into literal relationships because you want a family in the future, because you want a husband, you want a wife, you want, you know, kids, whatever you want in the future, you get in a relationship for that, right? A lot of times we have friendships. If your friendships are not benefiting you or not taking you to the next level and you guys are going to stay stagnant where you're at, you're never going to succeed. Friendships are the main source of motivation. Those friendships that you have, if you and your best friend are not talking about what you need to be doing or your five-year plan, if your friends don't know what your goals are, either you're not talking enough or they're not caring enough. They're not asking enough. So sit back and evaluate yourself. Are your friends asking you what you want to do with your life? Are they? Do they care? Or are you doing that to them? Do you hear about your friend's goals? Or if you don't hear about your friend's goals, let, let's solve that. If your friends don't talk about their goals, why don't you ask them about it? There's a lot of friends that I've had that I'm like, damn, I don't even know what they want to be. But I talk about myself a lot because I believe in my goals. I believe in my career that I want to have. Well, you know, I believe in my growth. So I talk to people a lot because it's what I'm passionate about. But some people don't have that passion. Some people don't know where to find it. And it's up to you to be a good friend or um, a good associate, whatever you are, to motivate that out of them if you want them in your circle in the long run. If you don't want somebody in your circle, you don't have to put forth that effort. But if you genuinely care about people and the people around you and you want your circle to be solid, you have to be just as beneficial as they you want them to be. So if they're not giving you something, why not ask them for it and see what it is? Like A lot of the times I sit down and I'm like, hey, what are you studying in school? We haven't talked about that. Or what do you want to do in the long run? What do you want to do in two years? Um, is where you're working, where you're happy at? Are you planning on getting into something else? Trying to get people where they want to get. And when people start new businesses, I promote the fuck out of them. If I hear that somebody can utilize that later on in life and I know that you wanted to do it, I will hit you up like, yo, remember you said you wanted to make t-shirts or whatever? Yeah, I know somebody who needs t-shirts for their brand. You should get your cricket machine. You should buy something. You should invest into it. Learn how to do that. Watch the YouTube videos. Oh, you want to learn how to cook? You want to be a chef? Boom, start doing that shit on TikTok. Get people to think you're popular. I'm going to have those conversations with you because I know if I sit there and I tell you something about me, I want you to have those conversations with me too. I don't want to be having a one-side fucking conversation that I'm telling you what I want to do in my life and what I want to be in. You're just sitting there listening and saying, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I believe in you. And I can never 
you know, vice versa, be like, okay, what do you want to do? Like, that's selfish of me. So sometimes you have to reevaluate yourself as a friend too. Like, hey, have I asked what they wanted to do in life? Have I extended myself to see like, you know, because not everybody has those people around them that have that mindset. Like, not everybody has somebody that asked them. So they don't even feel like they need to have that conversation. And sometimes it's up to you to introduce that conversation in your friendships. Like, yo, you got business pushing? Or is there something that you want to do later on in life? When you're smoking and you're chilling and you're drinking, let's stop having these drunk conversations talking shit about people and who this person's fucking and that person's fucking and whose relationship is going to shit. Why don't we mix in what you have going on? Mind the business that will pay you or that does pay you. That's what we need to start doing. Is only minding our own fucking business. I know I'm a little chimosa sometimes, so I'm not even going to lie. Obviously, we see that. But I still tie in business all the time. Every conversation I have, I usually tie in. But hey, listen to my podcast. That shit going to pop. You know, I drop merch. By the way, did y'all check out my website? I actually just introduced a lot of new things. Today, I just got approved for my afterpay. So... Feel me makes it an easy way for everybody to buy into things. Now, instead of having to spend so much money at once, y'all can spend $10 every two weeks. Very easy with Afterpay. But I did that because I was talking to um, my fellow friend who was in business. And I was thinking, like, you know, if my cart gets too high, what do I want to do when I can't spend the money? You archive it and you're like, oh, I'm going to get it when I can, whatever. But by the time you got that money... You might not want to spend it. So I figured, what would be a smarter way to make sure we're all happy on the back end? Let me let me research and look into something that would help me help my customers, right? But I had to talk to somebody to say, does this seem like a good idea? And they were open to have that conversation with me. And I even suggested it for their business. So it was good to have that conversation because if I didn't have that conversation, I might have changed my mind. I might have did it, but I might have also changed my mind. I might have never ventured into it and... Who knows, this could have been the best thing that could have happened for me. But I wouldn't have knew that unless I sat down with somebody that I fuck with that told me, hey, I believe in what you're doing. Yes, that sounds like a good idea. Boom. Because I bounce a lot of my ideas for my company or, you know, my brand off of with my friends. It takes me a long time. Like, it took me three months to even record one episode of this podcast. But it took for me to talk to people like, yo, this is what I want to do. And my friend told me, get off your ass. Do it. Just do it. What was not going to hurt to do it is motivational. But if I didn't want to, if I didn't have friends that I could sit down and talk to about my later on goals and how I'm going to achieve what I want to do in life, I was never going to get there. I might, well, I won't say never because sometimes you are self-motivating. For the most part, I wasn't going to get there at the time I did. I was going to be behind in what I was doing. And it's good to have a good team of people who want to talk business with you. If your friends are not talking business and you guys are graduated out of college, what are you doing? If your friends are not talking what their goals are and what they want to do in life and they're in school, ask them. Ask them what their plan is after graduation because that will make the difference. It really will. When you start getting into conversation, you get people thinking, you get their mind flowing and you get them motivated to want to do something because somebody else is interested in them. It makes them want to prove something like, yo, these people are looking out for me. These people are expecting me to do well, so I'm going to make them proud. Not everybody has that. And we have to realize we got to stop being selfish in our conversations when it comes to business. We got to open up this dialogue so that everybody can talk and everybody can 
grow with each other and not just one person grow out of the group. We need a, a table full of breadwinners, not just one king in the front. So that's all I have to say for this episode. Like I said, motivate your friends. Tell them to start their five-year plan. Write down the... Start a fucking business plan together. No. Talk about your business plans together. Motivate each other. Have these conversations to get people out of their comfort zone when it comes to getting all their ideas in their head on a piece of paper. Tell people you believe in them today. Make the people that you love a better person. Help them choose to grow. Choose growth every single day. And if your circle is not choosing growth every day, find a new circle. And that's real fucking shit. But like I say every fucking week, check out my merch. Now we on a website. We live and at it. Sorryifioffendyou.com. The link is in my Instagram. I have my link tree up to all my listening sites. And also my website is on there too. But it is sorryifioffendyou.com. I have coffee mugs on there, phone cases, tote bags, hoodies, sweat, um, t-shirts. And if you have any ideas of different merch that you want to see from me, let me know. If there's colorways that you want me to customize and make available to you and only you, let me know because I can make it happen. Anything that you need, I will do for you. I will make happen. But yeah, sorryfiaffendyou.com. Go ahead and search that merch. Buy yourself something. Peace.